You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. I am your host, Blake Ritterman, coming to you live um, from Fargo. Um, just a beautiful conversation with, with Mary Beth Weisenberger. Um, if you have time today, please uh, visit dynamiccatholic.com and check out our book, uh, prayingwithapen.com. It's, prayer journaling is, is a way in which, um, to, again, to start that dialogue with, with God through personal prayer. Um, we all have, you know, the time is, is a struggle. There's so many things competing for our time and attention. And Mary Beth just laid out a great way in which you can kind of take that time back for the Lord who is always present. She said something in there too is um, God is present waiting for us to, to, um, to speak to him. He wants to give of himself to us. And, and sometimes through prayer journeys, just writing down, maybe starting with, you know, getting stuff on pen and paper, and then starting that dialogue in that place of rest, we can finally start to listen um, to what he has to say. So just a beautiful witness uh, of what Mary Beth is, is sharing with, with the world. Um, on the phone today, we have Heather Carroll. Heather is our programming director with uh, Real Presence Radio um, from Sioux Falls. Uh, Heather, how are things going today? It's going well. We have zero snow here in Sioux Falls, so... I think we're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Fargo Especially is... Especially because tonight's our banquet. Exactly, exactly. Again, yeah. the Sioux Falls banquet is, <laughs> is happening this evening, and we pray that uh, the weather will hold and people will um, able to enjoy, uh, enjoy a nice evening in Sioux Falls. So Yeah, super excited. Yeah, we have a... a it's really weird for me to be on this side, Blake, being the guest. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You just hosted earlier this week, and here, here I am interviewing you. <laughs> it's like practice. It's like, okay, Heather, self-control here. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Well, Heather, I really appreciate we uh, um, really appreciate you being being on. Again, Heather, our program director with, with Real Presence Radio. And Heather, we just want to kind of dive into... You know, a segue from what Mary Beth was talking about was just personal yeah. prayer um, and how the importance of, of personal prayer. What I, what I mean by personal is um, God speaks to us in many ways. He speaks to us primarily in this world through the Mass, through, through the Eucharist, um, through the liturgy. But then he, he wants to speak to each individual heart. And, mm-hmm. and really cut through the noise and, and be present to each individual heart. Um, mm-hmm. So, Heather, how, just, you know, personal prayer, what does that, what does that look like uh, for you? Not to put you on the spot, but I did. So no, that's are. fine. What does here that we look, are. What does that look like, you know, for you, and, and how has it been important uh, for you as well? Yeah, I think through the years, my personal prayer changes. And I think that's just probably natural and normal that it takes on different looks as we go through the different phases of our life. Um, so me, before I even, my feet even hit the ground, I'm in prayer. Um, and I do very relaxed, casual prayer. I feel like um, I have an intimate relationship with God, and so I just go through the concerns of my day. I thank Him for the blessings in my life. 
And I just keep, it's a very casual prayer to just get me started for the day. And there are moments where I am begging, please, God, give me the strength. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, you know, sometimes you just have those moments of like, oh, I just need a day off. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. we all go through that. And so I think just being really <clears throat> honest and vulnerable with him um, in the mornings just really helps me to get up and started for my day. Um, so I don't have like a really structured prayer. I don't say the rosary or anything first thing in the morning, but I just, I really do just spend some quiet time to really just bring forth the worries, concerns, and my gratefulness. I'm always, I always want to be sure I'm grateful. And I think if we start with a grateful heart, then that kind of works its way through the entire day, you know, and helps to improve our attitudes, I think, uh, through the day. Um, Sorry, go ahead. No, that's a beautiful thing, like, because we can hold all of those, um, you know, the struggles or what, what we're anticipating mm-hmm. in the day. You know, you speaking mostly about uh, the important right beginning the day with prayer. And we can mm-hmm. hang on to those things where with prayer, you're kind of surrendering that, Lord, here yeah. I am with all of my struggles. Here I am with what I'm anticipating to today. And he said, you know, you're not alone. You remain in me. You're not alone. Mm -hmm. And uh, Mm -hmm. um, and I loved what you said about gratitude. Because I don't, you know, uh, just in my own life, it's sometimes it's hard to be grateful. (laughs) You know, going through a particular struggle or going through, we're so narrow-minded to see only the struggle, only what's in front of us. But there's so much to be grateful for, even the struggle. Because the struggle yeah. itself can can bring us closer uh, to God, our Father. Um, so yeah. I just love that that gratitude um, as well. So how does that take you throughout the the entirety of the day? After you have that personal prayer and you're you give yeah. it over to the Lord, um, do you feel like it kind of just takes you throughout the 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 rest of the day? Um, I try. I will be honest. I try. And I have to pause and remind myself, okay, so we all know you and I both work in the religious realm. We both um, get to talk about religion all day long. We're surrounded by the topic, and it's wonderful. But there are moments where I need to pause and remind myself, okay, I'm doing the Lord's work. Hmm. Because I get so focused in on the task at hand, and I can feel my anxiety. So my daughter and I talk about anxiety, and we talk we talk about it on a level like pain scale, you know? Mm-hmm. Where's your anxiety from a 1 to a 10? I can feel my numbers creeping up. Yeah. And that's like, I think that's like God saying, hey, slow down. Mm-hmm. Simmer down now. You know? <laughs> Simmer down now. <laughs> Simmer down now. <laughs> and so it's like, you have to be very conscientious of yourself, because yeah. then I want to bring God throughout my whole day, and I will be honest, I get into those moments where I'm like, okay, Heather, you're a slow learner, but let's bring God into this. You know what I mean? And so I think just really practicing that mm-hmm. and always being mindful of that as you grow in your faith, that becomes more second nature. You know what I mean? So for me, I pray throughout the day. It's yeah. just a constant. Very it's much a so. constant thing for me. Yeah. Because I think, um, and to, to develop that practice, I, I just... I'm listening to a book, um, uh, Practicing the Presence of God by Brother Lawrence. It's kind of a, a spiritual mm. classic I'm just starting to get into. 
into the heart of it. And he talks a lot about just that, where um, God is always present. He mm-hmm. always wants to to know us and is always there. And what, kind of what you're describing is um, when you're when you're aware of the anxieties, aware of the the things around you, aware of um, all those things that can take you away from Him. What is our response to that? And that's that that awareness is a gift. It's a real gift to know. Mm-hmm. Man, there, there's something bubbling up here. I don't know what it's about, but I need to pause, and yeah. I need to let the Lord into this because in yeah. He's not asking you really to figure it out. He's just asking you to pause and be with me. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And uh, absolutely. What a gift that that is that that awareness because that is a gift. Like as I was saying before, is like it's a. We use the word busy a lot. It's a, it's a, we're busy, we're busy, we're yeah. busy. Um, and sometimes we can busy our mind and heart with a lot of things. So that is such a grace to say, I need to pause. I need to, I need yeah. to look at what the Lord is, is calling me to. Well, and sometimes I like to take a step out of the situation too, because we get so um, narrow-minded and focused in and, you know, tunnel vision. And I think sometimes we have to take a step outside of any situation and just look at the bigger picture. So, like, I'll use, I'll be humble, and I'll use my house as an example. <laughs> so, so, my house, I have destroyed siding on one side of my house from uh, a lot of weather that's come through. I don't have the funds. I work for a nonprofit, right? I don't have the funds to fix my siding. But I'm working really hard to try and figure out how I can get the siding fixed. And... It drives me crazy every day that I pull into my driveway, and I'm just like, oh, so frustrated, right? Mm-hmm. And I get so just, like, embarrassed and whatever. Then I walk into my home, and every single time I walk into my home, I am thanking Jesus and thanking the Lord that I have my home. Yeah. I have my home. I know I have ugly sighting. I know my neighbors probably don't like me. (laughs) (laughs) But the thing is, is I have to step outside of focusing on that sighting and see the bigger picture. Thank you, Lord, for the roof over my head. Thank you, Lord, that I have heat, electricity, clean running water. And I... And Teresa can vouch for me because she lived with me for a while, our producer today. But, like, seriously, every... my couch that I have in my living room, every time I sit on it, I'm like, thank you, Jesus, for my couch. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. that basic. I am that basic because I don't ever want to be ungrateful because I do have a home. And thank you, Lord, that I have this problem because I have a home. You know what I mean? I love that. That's kind of... <laughs> yeah, I love that because uh, um, God rest his soul, a friend of mine, his name is his name is Jack. One thing he taught me is like once he was nailing siding, I think, and he hit his thumb with a hammer. And he said, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. I'm like, look at this guy. He hit himself with a hammer. He says, thank you, Jesus. But he's bringing the Lord into that. That's how he was doing it, through gratitude. Uh, We're speaking with Heather Carroll, our programming director. Um, And Heather, it's just just a real gift uh, to be with you talking about personal prayer. We're going to take a quick break. But on the other side of the break, we'll, we'll continue our conversation about personal prayer. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. 
Hi, this is Mark Holcraft. And this is Dr. Joseph Holcraft. You know, Mark, Jesus asks 307 questions in sacred scripture. He has asked 183, of which he only answers three. What's the business with all of this questioning going on in the Bible? Well, Joe, there's a lot there, and we'll be ready to take that on. Tune in to hear about these questions and more on Awaken every second and fourth Wednesday at 7 a.m. Central here on Real Presence Radio Network. The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings, and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street, in the new Diocesan Building, or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. The best year-end giving plans make a difference in the lives of others and can improve your own financial and or tax situation. Perhaps an immediate gift or a gift from your IRA, or a gift of appreciated stock may be in order as we approach the end of the year. Nonetheless, at the end of the day, we are all called to be good stewards of our blessings. This is Mike Kitrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio. Together, let's make a difference. Please call me at 701-290-4503. This is Mrs. Larson, the sixth grade teacher here at St. Philip's Catholic School in Bemidji, Minnesota. Please pray with us. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. We gather to ask your blessing, God of all goodness. Watch over us as your children from the rising of the sun till our day is done. Lead us like the good shepherd who knows each one by name. Bring peace and justice to our land and our homes this day and every day. This we ask in the name of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. I am your host, Blake Riddeman, coming to you live from the Fargo studios. Uh, hope everyone's staying safe out there, especially in the North Dakota area with some, some weather coming in. Uh, we're talking today, uh, the theme has been personal prayer. It seems like all of these shows has a, has a theme, um, and prayer has really uh, come to the forefront. Um, our first segment with, with Mary Beth Weisenberger, now with uh, Heather Caro, our, our prog- programming director, talking about her experience of, of prayer and the role of gratitude uh, throughout the day, um, and just a little bit about family prayer. I think that's kind of, you know, a, another a point of this. I am blessed with, with six children, and uh, my wife, uh, Megan, um, and we're trying, trying, trying to continue to <laughs> introduce uh, family prayer um, because the Lord, th- there, there's always, there has to be a personal component with your experience with the Lord, not necessarily your experience with being discipled by the Lord or being discipled by others. Um, you need to meet Jesus. You need to say yes to him, give your life over to him. And it's a constant um, battle to just continue to go to him. And then as a parent, as you know, Heather, too, is you're, mm-hmm. 
you're constantly finding ways that you can share the faith so that they can say yes to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Most of our kids, all of our kids, I should say, um, baptized as infants, have the grace of the Holy Spirit, a washed away of original sin. Um, I have a couple going through sacraments. But th- there is a point, I think, in all of our lives where we definitively say, yes, Lord, I am, mm-hmm. I'm going to follow you. Um, and the role I've found as a, as a parent is, is trying to be creative uh, in, in having family prayer. I just wanted to share a little bit about what we do as a family. I think hopefully that's, it's uh, edifying to, to other young families um, that are yeah, trying how to... how old are your kids, Blake? Yeah, so my oldest is 10, uh, John Ruby is 9, Libby is 7, Claire is 5, and then uh, Thomas is two, and Cece, Cecilia, she'll be one uh, next week. So with a wide range of, of ages, mm-hmm. and I'll tell you, at the beginning of our, uh, as, as parents, young parents, um, I was just gusto, like, we're going to pray the rosary, um, we're going <laughs> to do the liturgy of the hours even, we're going to do all this stuff, and... And then we had an infant. <laughs> and then we had a two-year-old and a one-year-old. And it gets very, very difficult. And you really have to fight mm-hmm. temptation to, to get down on yourself and to say, man, I'm a failure as a parent. My kids are never going to get this because um, I'm not praying the rosary every day or I'm not doing this or that or other thing. Um, but my keep going, <laughs> keep trying new yeah. ways in which um, you can bring your kids into the faith. Uh, because it is hard, and you really have to mm-hmm. adapt it, you know, as well. So one thing we do that's been very helpful um, is having a prayer table. And mm. it's, it's just a space set aside in our living room um, where we have, uh, you know, a crucifix, a statue of the Holy Family, um, some holy cards, it, it's a de- and some candles. And it's a dedicated space where the kids know, kids are very visual, People are very vigilant. Mm-hmm. We're an incarnational people um, to, to really need to see things, to smell things, to touch things, so that we can really yeah. get to know things. And uh, that prayer table has, has been a real edifying thing for my kids because they get to help, you know, they're starting to help light the candles. <laughs> I, I kind of take that because I'm not sure about that yet. But uh, best, definitely blowing out the candles. Sometimes that's a fight, yeah. a fight in our home at the end of prayer to, to blow out the candles. And every morning, I'm thankful with, with my current job where I don't have to leave before they go to sleep. I, I'm able to get them up in the morning and, and get them going. And I can stop, mm-hmm. pause, and take time for prayer. And the prayer could be very simple. It could be the Angelus. could be, you know... Uh, could be petition prayer, could be Thanksgiving um, prayer, could be a lot of different ways where you can get your children involved around that prayer table. I I think that's been the most important thing for us as we've grown in family prayer is to have a space where we go. You kind of like, even though you're not going very far, it's a little pilgrimage to go to your spot. Um, mm-hmm. And all and the kids. It's very intentional. It's very intentional, exactly. And we mm-hmm. have a particular mm-hmm. time that we do it, um, so that we um, don't miss it. Because Heather, I don't know about you, but there's sometimes where <laughs> I don't feel like praying. Have that ever happened? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, maybe once or twice. <laughs> right. <So laughs> We're human. <laughs> that's right. So when you you have a particular time and a particular place that you're going to mm-hmm. go and pray. Um, there's a sense of accountability there. Um, and my gosh, if anyone has little kids, 
that are into this, they hold you accountable yeah. to prayer. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yes. So yes. Uh, from the mouths of babes, right? They, you know, <laughs> yeah. Dad, it's time to pray. Or, you know, Dad, we didn't say, you know, this saint to pray to. Or we didn't, you know, so mm-hmm. there's, there's an accountability there um, through, through a prayer space. Um, so that's been just really a gift for our family. Um, where we have that that particular prayer uh, corner or prayer table, um, where we have that that little pilgrimage from breakfast table to there, yeah. where, where we can say say our prayers, and it's really edifying for me as a father. Um, my my wife texted me the other day and said, "The kids are praying the the Saint Joseph Novena prayer before breakfast on their own." So it, like, it shows that mm. there's, there's something going on in them where yeah. they see this as a very important part of their day as well. And, yeah. you know, they're, they're in the process of saying yes to the Lord and what that means for Jesus to speak personally to them and what does that personal, mental, contemplative prayer look like. But these are the first steps. And yeah. uh, I think just to, as, as Mother Angelica would say, just do it. You know, just <laughs> yeah. just do it. Don't just stand there. Just you need to do something. And uh, mm-hmm. I think this is a it's a great way that we can we can do that. So um, yeah, that's been just a real gift in my family. So what kind of things do you have on your um, prayer table? Yeah. So this is a really real thing. So we. Uh, mm-hmm. There was a crucifix on our on our table, and the kids were bouncing a ball back and forth, and that that happened to break the other day. <laughs> but <laughs> oh, that, that's part of it. But uh, but we we'd have a, we'd have a crucifix, and we would have a um, have a statue of the Holy Family. Um, the Holy Family has been very close to us, Mary Joseph and the Child Jesus. So mm. we have another way that we can you know see and touch, and 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 the kids can look of you know. What does Joseph and Mary look like? Um, we have two saints that were very dear to us, St. Dominic Savio and St. Maria Goretti, so we have two prayer cards mm. to them. And, and then candles, because again, I think candles is always a sign of, uh, when I was becoming Catholic, uh, a priest explained it to me, you know, Catholics are, are candles is a, a symbol of Christ, where they sacrifice themselves to give off light. And that really oh, always wow. stuck with me. Like, it's true. Yeah. Like they, they sacrifice themselves so that light can come forth in the darkness. And, oh, I've never heard it put that way. Yeah, That's beautiful. Yeah, so candles are a way, and you see them at Mass, like you have to have candles at the Mass. Wherever the Eucharist yeah. is, the candles are there. So they signify the presence of Christ. Um, and, and it's also a way for the kids to know when I light the candles and maybe I called them to prayer uh Five minutes ago and they're still not coming i'll just light the candles they'll know okay um <laughs> it's starting <laughs> mm-hmm, so it's mm-hmm. a it's another visual indication that um okay we're, we're starting and this is a time where we need to uh get our hearts ready to receive the lord um in yeah. prayer so yeah it's just a it's very That's simple beautiful. and it doesn't yeah you know some doesn't have to be an elaborate setup by by right. any means but i think I really encourage uh, families to have a space and to get yeah. comfortable with it too. Um, it doesn't have to be where everyone is is kneeling on a cement floor. It can be that, you know, if right. you want to do that. But it can be a very comfortable <laughs> setting where you're just going to a place. I think is the main idea. Yeah, yeah. I've got a prayer uh, table in my living room, and I 
So I don't know if you've ever heard of his essence candles, but they have the smell of chrism in a way. Oh, my goodness. And so I always, I always love to light those because not only do you get to see the candle, but you get the smell of church. Yeah. <laughs> so I love those to have on my prayer space. And then my mom, crazy Linda, she found a tiny little incense burner that is brass and looks like it belongs in a church, but it's like a fourth the size of a regular one. And so we actually have incense that will burn once in a while Yeah. Um, in our house, just because, I don't know, it just, there's something about it that just purifies it and just makes it a wonderful space. And yeah, well, so there's a lot of things it, you can creatively do. Exactly. Um, you're, re- you're engaging all of those senses, you know? Yeah. Um, yep. That's really cool. I've never heard of essence candles. Yeah, his essence his candles. Essence. I think, yeah, they're. I'm sure all of your uh, local bookstores will have them. But um, right. yeah, they smell great. <laughs> that's that's a gift. Well, we're it we're uh, speaking with with Heather Carroll, and we're talking about just the you know prayer practices. You know, prayer yeah. is a uh, um, it's a real thing. It's um, and it can be something very very simple. Um, you yeah. know, Heather, you did a talking about gratitude throughout the day, starting your day with, with personal prayer and, and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and being grateful. And then just within your own family, finding a way in which you can bring your children into what you have experienced, the gifts you've been given mm-hmm. as, a, as a Christian, to, to, to teach them through those actions of, uh, um, of, of personal prayer. Heather, I really appreciate the time. It's just always a gift uh, to talk with you. Um, Yeah, it was a great conversation. You bet. Prayers for you as uh, as the Sioux Falls Banquet is tonight. Um, On the other side of the break, we'll be speaking with uh, Father Bob Schreiner um, from Red Lake Falls, uh, talking about the Mercy Hour, Eucharistic Healing Service for Marriages and Families. This is Real Presence Live, and we'll see you on the other side of the break. 